see if they got it so I can try it. Right. You right. know, and listen to it and see if it's really what it's all cracked up to be. And a lot of times it is, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not, man. Yeah, and, 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 and it's pretty eye-opening. Um, some of the things that, you know, I thought were good, rock solid, and got them and they were just terrible. Welcome into another episode of Get Fiddles and Periodicals. My name is Chris. My name is John. You guys, we're coming at you with uh, something that John uh, presented to me, which made me really think. You know, yet really again, me, yet again, testing. The, I'm telling you, John is the John's the he's he's got the ideas flowing. You know, I'm a conduit of of, of whirling nodes of transient thought occasionally. They well, come maybe, to me. Maybe we should have named the episode that "Whirling Nodes of Transient, transient thought. thought." Yeah, that's a good one. That is pretty good. That's a good one. Dang. We missed out. Yeah. That's, that's okay. You guys are getting it in in, 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 in live vocal vocal performance. Yes. <laughs> John, um, before we get into this topic, tell me about uh, tell me about your, your, your gigging. Is it is it anything different? Yeah, nothing. Uh, standard issue weekend. Uh, same gigs, normal um, weekend gigs. Um, nothing too crazy. Um, just really been um, actually kind of doing some homework on this topic and, and doing some research of, of topics that we're, uh, that are coming up and, uh, mm-hmm. really, uh, looking forward to getting into this. What about yourself? Good, sir. Um, nothing as far as gigs. One thing I'm excited about is my, my wife and I are, are getting close to, um, getting a house finished up. And, uh, part of that means that for the first time in my life, I'm going to have a, a proper working studio. Fantastic. For, for the That's drum set. lovely. So I've been trying to pull back and obviously maintain the gigs that I need for, for financial reasons, but kind of pull back and, um, you know, get it get into the we're in the home stretch with his house, so we're uh, we're getting close to not only moving in and, and all the things that come with that, but uh, getting the studio a little closer. So I'm very excited for this. Um, so uh, that's awesome. Man. We're gonna we're gonna get into uh, to this uh, episode about gear reviews, um, and I think uh, you guys are gonna find some of this stuff pretty. Uh, either interesting or it might raise an eyebrow because it, it did me when when John and I started kind of talking through some of the uh, the show notes and stuff like yeah. that. So hang tight, and we're going to get into it. So John, how many times have mm-hmm. you went on YouTube mm-hmm. or Sweetwater.com yeah. or wherever it may be, mm-hmm. you know, and you? Pull up this YouTube video. We'll use that as reference. And you've got a very specific type of gear in mind, right? Whether it be a pedal or a guitar or a string or an amp or, you know, for drums, a cymbal or a drum kit or whatever it may be. And you watch the review and it sounds amazing. Like that gear sounds just like I want it to. It totally lives up to the hype. I want to buy it. You click the buy button. You get said gear home. And for some reason, it doesn't sound the way it did when, when you watched it online. So mm. give me some reasons why you think that is. Yeah, I, I ran into this a lot, um, especially when I'm doing um, uh, listening at a lot of these uh, guitar foot pedal demos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one, one guy that I listen to a lot, uh, his name is Pete Thorne. He does amazing gear reviews. Um, and... Every time this guy gets something in his in his hands, it just I was like, I gotta have it. Like, yeah, God, that sounds amazing. I gotta have it. I gotta have it. Right. And you know, so the couple times I went and and, and got a couple of little little pedals that he did a, a review of, and I was like, 
it fit a need that I needed at the time, but it didn't work when I picked it up. Mm. It just wasn't uh, what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, and, and you know, it doesn't happen too often, but it has happened from time to time, and it and it got me stewing on a lot of a lot of things that I noticed about um, almost you know I, I really like this mythical they they make these products out to be like these awesome mythical things that can achieve all these great things and a lot of them can they're they're good products but Mm -hmm. you're not people are not taking into account the fact that you've got a world-class player right in a uh, top-of-the-line studio Mm -hmm. plugged into world-class gear that they're demoing these products through right you know um not to mention the quality you're you're listening to you're monitoring these things through a mobile device through your iphone or an ipad mm-hmm. maybe you got some headphones plugged in and if you do um that's just going to make it even more uh, uh seductive to you because it's going to like oh wow i can hear the delays bouncing from left to right 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 um and it, it's not necessarily always going to work out that way mm-hmm. you know you're not um if you're not at the level of playing that Pete Thorne is, and he's one of, I mean, he's a world class player. Right. It's like you, he could he could make anything sound good real, realistically. He yeah. could take a, you know, a, a deal a DOD old school grunge DOD pedal and make <laughs> it sound. He can work with it. Yeah. So, um, one thing that you've got to be very mindful of is just that. Like, what what type of player are you? Yeah. You know, if you're if you're not on that level on that caliber of, of playing that said demoer is, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be able to get maximum sonic fidelity out of that pedal, out of that guitar, out of that amp, just because you don't have the technical abilities that, that player does. Right. So that's going to affect how that, that, that thing sounds, how that guitar sounds, how that amp sounds. You know, are you um, able to take a bad product and make it sound good. Right. That's that's what piques my interest. Right. right. So when I see somebody, you know, taking a, you know, six hundred dollar Mexican made Telecaster and making it sound good, I'm mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can speak to that for drums. Like, um, well, if you guys have never done this, go on to it could be you it could be YouTube, but go on to Sweetwater and yeah. look up some drum stuff kits symbols mm-hmm. normally it's kits mm-hmm. um and, and, and a guy named nick d virgilio yeah is demoing these things yeah and this Old guy nick. is so good yeah like, he's so good so good and they've probably got you know three four hundred dollar microphones on all mm-hmm. the drums it's in mm-hmm. the studio like you mm-hmm. said what do you think is gonna happen when you buy that drum set and you bring it home and you put it in your bedroom or your garage or your garage with cement um, floors or even your own home studio yeah, sure. you know like you're not gonna be able to replicate that mm-hmm. so i think what we're we're kind of getting at is you know take these gear reviews with with a grain of salt because you're yeah. hearing them at like a high level right which is good right like, well, yeah and, yeah. and that's yeah. you know uh if i'm trying to get an honest assessment of a piece of gear i would want it in the best surrounding right right, right. You know, absolutely so you can, you know um but you the biggest thing um is is your the ear and how it's perceiving the sound i mean right. the sound quality from youtube um the compression of the file that mm-hmm. that's you know you know that's something that you don't necessarily think about and mm-hmm. i wasn't thinking about it either until you know i was brainstorming this idea off of you mm-hmm. and you having a youtube channel with your drum thing you know 
you know, the file compression, you, you're, you're, you're losing audio fidelity yep. with that compression. Right. So you're not really getting a true representation of, of what that thing's going to sound like in your bedroom right or in in a in the guitar center demo room right. or even in your band practice in, in your you band know? practice like you show up for practice and you're like man god i saw this on youtube it's going to sound so good and you've been tweaking it at home and you're like okay well it's not it's not going to sound the same because i'm at home but mm-hmm. when i get when i get to band practice it's going to sound great still and again you get mm-hmm. to band practice and it's not quite the same right um so i think what john and i are you know we're, we're definitely trying to say is you know be be careful reading it at face value yeah you know, for sure face value like we say is the highest capacity for an instrument mm-hmm. um which is good mm-hmm. but having that expectation uh if you can't replicate that in your own environment could be you know could be could be a negative way of of of, of uh experiencing gear right you know and i can give you a specific example um you know uh, we, we were actually on the road um doing the touring band thing uh, the sound guy was wanting to get a load box for my guitar amp. Basically, mm-hmm. it takes your amplifier and um, it, it, it adds a resistive load so where you can basically, you don't have to have an amplifier on mm-hmm. this, or a speaker cabinet. Mm-hmm. Dead quiet. You can have your amplifier turn all the way up and it sends a direct line to the front of house. Mm-hmm. So he was looking to purchase one of those to help fix some of the stage volume because I was having playing with way too much damn gear on stage. But anyway... Um, saw a demo of this particular load box. I said, hey, man, I think this thing's good. Let's get it. Um, he ended up ordering it, and it was hot garbage. It sounded terrible. Mm. It sounded so bad. But on the demo that I heard, it sounded good. Yeah. It sounded great. But I didn't factor in the the amount of other things that the demoer had that made that product sound good. Yeah, I was about to say his rig was probably nothing like your rig. Nothing guitar, like my rig. Guitar amp pedals. Right. Like, yeah. Not to mention he was running it into a, a DAW, so I'm sure he had it yeah. spiced up. Oh sure. You yeah. know? You had all the all the plugins. All the plugins, mm-hmm. all the bells and whistles to make it sound good. So it's not something that's going to translate from the demoer's studio to your situation. Mm-hmm. So you you really need to go and try it yourself because it might not fit. It might not sound good to you and it might not fit the need that you think it's going to fit when you actually sit down to plug it and plug it in and play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the biggest thing that, that gets me um, is just the sound quality, mm-hmm. you know, um, because you're especially with a lot of foot pedals, you know, um, and it's nitpicky, but when you're, caliber of musicians that you and i are it's Mm -hmm. it's substantial yeah it is you know it's substantial nitpicking at this point you know it's it's i mean especially if you're you're like we talked about on a previous episode about consistency yeah if you want to build your consistency and your brand that your sound is a part of that yeah so you know you you go through these gear reviews and i can't tell you how many times i've sat through say drum set or cymbal reviews and you know listening to that stuff and you go now with years of experience you kind of go it may not sound like that i'd I'd rather just go to the store and listen to it right you know you know and that's what i do um uh, when i know i want to buy a piece of gear i have to play it i have to try it i gotta feel it in my hands i gotta hear it right but you bet your bunsen burner i'm gonna go to youtube and listen to some stuff first Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna get multiple um demoers i'm not just gonna go to one i'm not gonna go to pete thorne Mm -hmm. and I, i i 
he is the first place I go to when I'm trying to go listen to a pedal mm-hmm. because he, you know he's got a good studio, he's a good player. Um, I can pretty much get that same type of sound myself. Right. So his his um his ability to kind of you know give you all of the nooks and crannies and the gray area um he's he's pretty solid. So, you know, and there's a couple of other guys that I'll go to um to reference things as well just so I can get a couple of different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um but once I do that, I mean, I'm going to Guitar Center to see if they got it so I can try it. Right. You right. know, and listen to it and see if it's really what it's all cracked up to be. And a lot of times it is, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not, man. Yeah, and, and 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 it's pretty eye-opening um some of the things that you know i thought were good rock solid and got them and they were just terrible Mm -hmm. you know so you got to be very careful about making sure that that um five hundred dollar digital delay pedal that they're trying out is really what you need right and i think you know gear obviously is subjective it is it's very subjective so like you're saying listen to it online yeah for sure read the reviews get into the forums whatever you want to do but at the end of the day, that subjectiveness means you need to go to the store or you need to order it and mm-hmm. listen to it. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we have return exchange policies and stuff like that. Yeah, but, absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, re- reviews are not the end all be all. You know, uh, one area um, for me that's really hard is I'll never buy a symbol online. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because yep. sonically, symbols cannot be captured to me with microphones and then reproduced on YouTube. Like you're saying the compression and the loss of sound and things like that. Yeah. There, there, there's one company I will say though, that's doing a pretty good job of this there. I think it's Memphis drum shop, mm-hmm. but the website is my When you demo the symbols mm-hmm. on their website, it gives you a, um, like a product code number. Uh-huh. So when you call and say, Hey, that X, Y, Z crash symbol or ride symbol that I saw on uh-huh. your website, um, I love it and I want to buy it. So, you give them that code and the symbol that you heard is the symbol they ship you, which is great. Like this is a company going, we've realized that not all crash symbols, even if it's a Zildjian A custom 16 inch mm-hmm. crash, they don't all sound the same. No. So this is why they, they label all these things. Right. Easy to do with like tangible, you know, products, yeah. but yeah. something like, you know, an effects pedal yeah, or and something. I, and is, I think there are some companies out there um, that you can actually rent these pedals for a week. Oh wow! And try them out. That's um, cool. I can't remember. I don't. The name um, eludes my thought right now. Um, but if I can think of it, we'll put it in the show notes. But I'm pretty sure if you just Google uh, effects pedal rental, mm-hmm. um, these companies will come up where you can actually rent them for three, four days. There try them out. Yeah. You know, put them on your board. See yeah. if it's what it's cracked up to be. And if you don't like it, you send it back. Yeah. And so this um, isn't something that this isn't new information that John and I are providing because these are companies that are realizing yeah. that just because we plug it into awesome amps with an awesome guitar in an awesome studio doesn't mean that when it gets to the customer, mm-hmm. the consumer, the player, it is going to be the same. Right. It's not going to be the same. Mm-mm. So it's cool that there are companies that are saying, let's, let's let you guys try this. Right. Or let's label our stuff where it's mm-hmm. a little more identifiable. Right. Exactly. I think that's what it, it's just the uh, the um, disclaimer of maybe there just needs to be a disclaimer of like, look, guys, yeah, I'm playing this through a world class interface, through a world class 412 Marshall cabinet, through right. you know all the right. stuff is like top of the line. Right. If you disclaim that, 
mm-hmm. um, which some people do. You know, they'll tell you exactly what they're using, mm-hmm. and then after they're done with the product demo, they'll kind of go into detail and be like, "Look, I played this through a." A 112 open back fender combo amp. I played this through an AC30. It mm-hmm. sounds great. It mm-hmm. works with everything. And um, to me, that's really good when when people do that. I know Pete Thorne. He does that a lot. You know, especially when he's doing these pedal demos. He'll say, "I've plugged it into this amp, this amp, this amp, and it sounds good across the board." And that's cool. Like that's somebody going. You know, I've tried it in several things. Right. Not just what you're hearing right now. Right. And I think that's responsible. Yeah, I know? think it is. I think it's totally responsible. And I think that's that. You know, you just you gotta you gotta be um, open minded to the fact that you know, even though it sounds good on that YouTube demo, it might not sound good when you get it home, or it might not be what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and I just feel like making a determination on a piece of gear through some iPhone earbuds mm-hmm. is not the best way to do it. Right. Right. And I mean, we, we all live in a world where brick and mortar stores are going away. Yeah. We do have the internet, yeah. you know, which is great and it provides a, a lot of great resources mm-hmm. to us. But at the end of the day, when you buy a piece of gear and you take it out to your gig, having that peace of mind and all the, you know, all the, the retail companies online, they get that. There's a, there's a return exchange policy for a reason. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're, they're, especially with Guitar Center. I mean, you can, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty good. I think if they have a 30 day return policy, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, you know, go in and try it out and, and bring it on a gig, you yeah. know, especially if you, you know, for you working musicians, don't just get it so you can yeah, plug it in your practice room. Right. You know, put it on your board, go out mm-hmm. to the gig, play it, mm-hmm. see if it cuts the mustard. Right. You know, definitely before the 30 day return. Yeah, definitely. Before, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, um, that's just something that really has kind of, um, uh, stuck in my craw a little bit about mm-hmm. these, um, these demoers on YouTube and it's just really just kind of demystifying a lot of these, um, reviews of these products because everybody is making good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, you've got to understand where you're at as a player versus where the demoer is at as a player. Right. Um, and factor all this stuff in and it'll help you make a more sound, purchasing decision on whatever you're trying to buy if it's pedals or drums or guitars or whatever yeah i mean you have to just i think what john and i are trying to say is like set your expectations reasonably Mm -hmm. you know yeah watch all the reviews yeah they're needed but you know making sure that you understand when you get the gear home you've got to put it through its paces uh your own specific paces Mm -hmm. uh to your gig to your practice and those kind of things and and get it done before you can exchange it yeah exactly (laughs) yeah for sure um, it's just, and I see it a lot with guitar players. They just got these pedal boards of stuff and there's pedals on there that you're not going to ever use, Yeah. but some dude had it on a rig rundown. It's like, man, you know, nobody, it's like, nobody's going to use a sub octave generated fuzz ring modulator. Like, why would you have that on your board? Right. right. You know? Yeah. Like, is it, is it because, you know, Radiohead guy had it on his board? Right. You know, or is it because you really need that sub-octave fuzz ring modulation, you know, yeah. thing? Yeah. No, you don't. While we're on the uh, uh, in the range of return and exchange, so funny, funny thing that, uh, you know, we have a background in, in working in music stores. Yes. Um, I, I'll tell anyone who's kind of on the fence about exchanging or returning gear, don't be embarrassed. 
mm. to return or exchange something. Mm-mm. And I, and I'll tell you the reason I'm bringing this up is because I ran into so many people that would buy gear from me mm-hmm. that didn't like it. And later on I would find out they never used it, but they were, they were ashamed. Shame. Yeah. Cause or they liked you. They were right? embarrassed, they're but not just that, but, but they, they were ashamed to go, uh, I don't like this. And it basically is a way of them. You know, one guy told me, so I was afraid to say, you know, you were wrong. You know what I mean? Like your opinion of gear, my subjection mm-hmm. of gear is me selling that. gear. wasn't necessarily correct. You know, a review online is basically a salesperson. It you know? is. And they're going, man, mm-hmm. this is great. This mm-hmm. sounds awesome. And you get mm-hmm. at home and you go, I don't agree. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay that you don't agree. Mm-hmm. Don't hold on to a piece of gear just because, you know, you're ashamed or you're embarrassed to take it back. Right. You and that, I always tell people I, when it, anybody ask about stuff I'm using, I always say it works for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't say you got to get it. Yep. I just say it works for me. As you've said before, if, if, if it sounds good, if it sounds good, it is good. It is and good. that's the other thing I tell people too, mm-hmm. you know, if it, you know, if it, if it works for me and it sounds good, it is good. Yep. That's, yep. that's all you need to really worry about at the end of the day. Right. You know, but you gotta be, you gotta be mindful about how you're, how you're monitoring said demos um, how you're listening to it and be aware that um, the best way to determine what something is going to do is you've got to play it yourself. you got to play it. Put it through its paces. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, John. So I think that'll uh, kind of wrap up our... Yeah, I think that puts a good little bow over our... Um, what we're trying to get 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 across to you is that, you know, definitely use the demo, uh, YouTube demoing as a, um, you know, source of reference, but, you know... It's, Go try it. it's not the gospel. No, it's not. Definitely it's not. just not. Well, that brings us to our picks of the week. <laughs> Some of these things, like as soon as I say picks of the week, I can I see started, like, his brain. He thinks for about half a second and then comes out. Here it is. Boom. There it is. We got our segue music. I yeah. love it. I love it. So anyway, we're, uh, this is as per my request. Yeah. Um, we're going to, we're going to keep the artist of the week going, um, into this episode. Yeah. Um, our, usually we do picks of the week with gear, but we're going to stick with artists. Yeah. I like it. Um, and I will start off with, um, the, um, my pick of the, or excuse me, artist of the week. Uh, it's Polini. Mm-hmm. Um, just a, f- wonderful talented virtuosic guitar player mm-hmm. uh, i believe he's from like australia i think he's australian mm-hmm. new zealand anyway uh the new ep out is called sunhead um just if you're looking for really good melodic metal guitars that's the dude yeah he is super good the band is super tight um his guitar playing is just super inspiring yeah um it's very rare that i hear guitar players these days that just make me go wow Mm -hmm. that's he's one of them um so check it out sunhead uh, is the name of the new uh polini uh record um album whatever the kids call it you can get it on youtube or uh, excuse me itunes all that other stuff we'll put links up to it but uh the sunhead ep by polini is my artist of the week sir what about you so for me um staying in the jazz realm ching 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 you've 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 snared me in this jazz yes. and I can't get out, ching, which ching, is ching. wonderful. Yes. Um, so I've been listening to a great um, saxophonist by the name of Chris Potter, not to be confused with Chris Bodie. Not to be confused like I did. No, yes. not, not Chris Bodie, Chris Potter. Uh, Chris Potter's got an extensive catalog of his own music, his own quartets and quintets and things like this. Yes. Um, the stuff he's known really well for, which I've gravitated towards, mm-hmm. is uh, an album called Underground. Yeah. Um, and some people will say like his new album that's coming out, I think is... Uh, they're saying it's in the vein of underground. So obviously you know that when an artist has, has made a statement yeah. and they reference back to Chris yeah, Potter's it's pretty underground, prolific. 
Yeah, it's amazing. Um, the drummer playing on it, his name is Nate Smith. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nate's really cool, uh, good player. Uh, read a lot of good things, you know, just interviews with him and stuff. Right. He's such a humble, positive yeah. person. You yeah, know, he's just great. Something he's a phenomenal always, player. Be a great player, but, you know, let your playing do the talking. You That's know, it, man. Stay humble, keep your head down, That's keep working, it, stay consistent. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, you guys should check out the Chris Potter album. It's called Underground. Uh, awesome. I'm we'll be linking these things myself. up, man. It's it's super good. What's cool about the um, the album, and I'll say just uh, last note, is that you can tell a lot of the stuff they were doing was improvised yeah. in the moment. In the moment. Because yeah. there are some transitions where you kind of listen to it and go, oh, oh somebody missed yeah, that. Uh-huh. It was kind of cool, though. Because but, but you're not going to cut yeah, that out of the tape. No, it's so organic. It just mm-hmm. feels so cool to listen mm-hmm. to it. So, Love it. Yeah, Love we'll it. link those things up. Uh, guys, that's going to do it for us uh, this week. Uh, next week, John, is episode 20. Big 2-0. We're looking forward to that. Yeah. So, um, you know, we kept this episode a little short and sweet, but we th- I think we got our uh, point across, you know, so we don't want to you know, beat a dead horse and, and poo poo on everybody's YouTubing because no, no. that's not what we're trying to do. Definitely we just wanted not. to make, Mm-mm. you know, make it, make uh, a few things, uh, come to light. Um, so you can make a better, better decision, but yeah, looking forward to the big two. Oh, pretty cool guys. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, let us know, um, get hit us up on the socials. Um, if you have any, uh, comments or you want us to talk about any gear or do any, you know, reviews of gear we'll mm-hmm. we'll definitely um get into that yep. um in future episodes but we got some we got some good stuff coming up for for 20 and beyond yeah man it's gonna be awesome guys we appreciate you uh all the, all the positive comments all yeah. the all the awesome stuff the feedback we get and uh it just fuels us to to know that we're doing something awesome yep. uh, we, and we're gonna we, keep we, it coming for you guys yeah we believe in it and uh we, we're glad that other people do too absolutely well, we're gonna get out of here guys and uh we'll catch you next week and we out